Today's daf is daf chaf gimel, and we continue with the middle of the Mishnah. So the first halacha uh, bet that is. So the first few cases we're talking about restrictions on selling produce to someone who's not trusted from a semester because you don't want to bring them to do an avera, facilitate them doing an avera. Then we discuss the next case. Halokach, few lines down. Halokach, sadeh, yarak besuria. Someone buys a vegetable field in Surya. Imad shelo baula onat masrot, chayat. If he purchases it prior to its reaching onat masrot, so he purchased it from a goy. And importantly, Surya, if you recall, Surya is the area that which David Amalek conquered prior to full Kibush Aretz. And therefore, some, in some respects, it's like Eretz Israel, in some respects, it's not, um, because it has a full Kibush Israel. So therefore, if the, the Kinyon of a Goy within Surya has the capacity Okay, so if you purchase it before it reaches on that Masrot, that means it's in your property at the time that it reaches on a Masrot, then it's going to be Chayim and Shumas Masrot. Now, by the way, it's important to understand this is whether you're buying the vegetables or whether you're buying the land, because you'll see there's a shit that's Cholak. Have a Mishabaula on that Masrot, if it's already reached on that Masrot, that's the earliest time where it's considered food, that such that if you take some out and you want to eat, you want to do Achilak Kev, you have to do Afrasha. Then since it was in the Rashut of the Goy when it reached on that Masrot, then it's not Chayim, it's Shumas Masrot. So therefore, Loket Kedarko Ve'oholech. Then it's patur, and then what? Then you can simply collect it as you go. Meaning, you don't have to, there's no, um, there's no urgency to collect. You'll see why in a minute. Meaning that, uh, that even if it starts to continue adding any extra further growth, it doesn't matter. However, Rebuda says, up, you score a poiling court. What you have to do, you have to rapidly hire a, a team that will therefore harvest it as quick as possible. Because we don't want it to be more sif anything more in your reshut. However, Abchaim says, if it does more sif, it doesn't matter, it's still part of Okay. Now, what are we talking about? When do we have this whole deal? If you purchase the land, etc. That's only purchase. That's only if you buy the karka. If you didn't buy the karka itself, all you did was buy some of the produce that was attached to the ground. There he says, even if you purchase it at its very early stages, and this is a land of a goy, it would still be because it's growing from his land in, in Syria. Okay. However, Rabbi Rabbi Omer Aflifi Cheshbon. What does Aflifi Cheshbon mean? The, the Reb Chaim says the Gemara Mefarsh. We'll see. Let's have a look. Let's look Gemara. So the first thing we're discussing is the first case of the Mishnah. And the first thing is Mishnah. If you recall, we're talking about if you have land, regional parish, about or not you cannot sell it to a someone who's not Neymar. Okay, because we're scared he's not going to drink properly. So Gemara says, Kedi Manita. It's talking about not selling the land itself. It's not about the produce itself. Even the land itself, you cannot sell the land. Um, in other words, the gears is not just the fruit, but also the land itself. You've got land that's got fruit, the produce reached, already reached on a master, you wouldn't be able to sell it, which is kind of how we explained the Mishnah anyway when we learned it yesterday. However, what we have here is as follows. Rabbi Shimon's Matim. Rabbi Shimon disagrees. He's cholak on what we said. He says, He can say to the Levi, for example, I, I didn't sell your, your Trumas Amasrot, I only sold mine. Meaning, and the Trumas Amasrot, they're for yours to take. So therefore, go and sell, go, go and collect it yourself. Okay. In other words, he doesn't have this concern at play that we've been discussing. However, what happens if someone did? So back to Shida Chachamim, that Rabbana, that you should, you're not, you shouldn't sell it if it's a rich or not master. 
So if it has avar which means that if he took some of the produce of himself, so he's collected some of the produce before he sold the land, then that obviously has to deal with it. That's his own stuff. How about that which he sold? We don't say, oh, now you better do have frasha on the stuff you sold to the person we shouldn't have, out of concern that he's not going to do have frasha. Why? Because we're not responsible for the Ramein. We've talked about this before. If Trix is going to do something wrong, we're not responsible to stop him from doing that over here. Okay, meaning again, ideally, the Chachamim says you shouldn't facilitate, you shouldn't sell it because you don't want to facilitate him doing an Avera because he's Chashulah Masrot. But if you've sold it, you don't have to take now special countermeasures to now do Afrasha to ensure that he didn't do an Avera. Um, because we saw this in Demai, we saw this expression a bit like in, in um, and we'll see it, we'll it around a few times. Okay, let's continue. Uh, now, we said as well that if this is the case where uh, we explained that you're not allowed to um, sell even the, the pressed out grapes and the pressed out olives or even some of the straw that's been beaten out because we're scared that what? That some of the, uh, so there might be some remainder and say if he presses it out, he'll, uh, he'll those will be chayvah trum as a master. However, what we did say as well, that if they, let's say you took that yourself and then you produce something like that, you have to separate trum as a master, but you don't have to write trum a gadolah. If you recall, we said, why? Because when someone takes Truma Gondola, they're not only muffish what's in front of them, it's almost like a Tznai baiting, we said last time, that it's also, it counts, this Truma Gondola counts for everything, even the other little bits that are hiding in different places and they're left in the stalks, left in the, left in the, um, in the grapes that have been pressed out. That's, that's almost like a time baiting. And we said that the reason for that is because really Midoraita, there's no shear for Trumagdola. So therefore, Chachami made a tonight that we can, with this flexibility that the person is, considers all those things as well. So now the Gemara says, Tani lo Let's say someone did produce some of that wine. Now we say that, um, now we say that, uh, what should you do? meaning you shouldn't take Trumagdola, like we've said. Avar v'tarab, what if someone did take Truma Gadola? Because again, why, is, why do we say you shouldn't take Truma Gadola? Because we said the, the person, when he's mafresh Truma Gadola, he's, he's a machshab and all these other little bits on the sides. So therefore, you don't have to take Truma Gadola. But if you do do Truma Gadola, does it work? So Rav, Rav Berecha, Amar Yafe Kocho. Yafe Kocho means it's okay. It works. Meaning it's as if you're being more, if you're adding more to Truma Gadola. However, Rav Madis is absolutely loyal. He doesn't have the power to do so, to be Mosif. So therefore, that if you try and take Truma Gadola now, and you didn't have to take Truma Gadola, it doesn't have the Shem of Truma Gadola, and now you've got something that's basically Tevel for the other master that have to be separated. Okay? So therefore, so the Otto Truma Shuma Frish, Tuvla Master. So just to explain outside, okay, we've said if someone takes some of these uh, already pressed out uh, grapes and you end up squeezing it further and you produce some wine, we said at Amishni, you don't have to worry about Truma Gadola because the Baal the ba already had that Truma Gadola covered even that. But you have to worry about another Master Master, Rishon Master Shani, because that's something that's Muduyak, that's something that has to be exactly 10%. So he didn't count those things. So we said then that you don't have to worry about Truma Gadola. What if he goes ahead and does do Truma Gadola? First, she just says, okay, it's fine, not a problem. The second she Ramana says, absolutely not. If it's part of a Truma Gadola at this stage, by trying to add more Truma Gadola, you're basically not making a Truma Gadola and you've got something that's Tevel. Tevel not for Truma Gadola, but Tevel a Master. Because just as you have to take Master, the Master, Richard Master Change, but all the wine you produce from these pressed out grapes, you would also have to take it from that little bit you try to separate to the call as. Truma Gadola, because you can't call it Truma Gadola, because it's not Chayvin Truma Gadola. 
So therefore, it's effectively Tevela Masri. Okay? So you'd have to do half Rashi Mimakomakera to fix that up. Okay, let's continue. Rav Chananya Chavrud Rabbanan Bayi asked the following question. Taram Echad Mishishim and this is a really fascinating question. Let's say the Balabayit separated Truma Gadola. Now, the, really, Minat Torah, there's no shear. But Hachamim said you should do between a 40th and a 60th. If he does less than a 60th, 161st, then you're meant to add more. You've done too little. Okay, you're allowed to add more. Okay, we discussed, we saw this back at Truma, and Masech the Truma. What happens? If he took a 60th for that which is there, say the pressed out nice wine, but it's really only 161st if you include all the bits on the sides, the little bits that's going to be in the, the, the grapes that are going to be pressed out, if, like already pressed grapes, or the case of straw, the, like if he took a, all the grain that was beat out nicely, right? It was He took a 60th exactly, but if you're going to include all the other bits and pieces, the pieces of straw that weren't beaten out properly, the ones on the sides, the things that, like, you know, all the other little... It, it, parts on the extremities, that that would equal 161st. Do we still say that the Truma Gadola that you did have Russia for counts for those other bits on the sides as well? Okay? Because we've been saying now, because really, that when he takes Truma Gadola, counts all the bits on the sides. But what if it's only a 60th if you don't include the bits on the sides? That very minimum. So that, does it also include the bits on the sides? Which is an interesting question. So Amar of Yassi, Rossi says, of course it does. Why? Because it says, Now, the fact that the Mishnah had to come along and tell us that when someone does a frasha for Truma Gadola, it also works for those last, uh, little bits, must be referring to a case where it's only a 60th. Because if he took a 40th, for example, Avadai, since he's got significantly more than the minimum, Avadai is going to include all the little bits on the sides. So the fact that the Rebiosi is coming along and telling us specifically, ah, don't worry, it's counting the bits on the side as needs, must mean that we're talking about we took a minimum, which would be in a 60th. Otherwise, it would be, it would be, it would be Pashat. Okay? Bring your Chaim. It says, Okay, so clearly, in other words, even though that if we if he took one sixtieth say from the wine, and if you're going to include all the bits on the sides and the pits, like the, the grapes that are fully pressed out, that it's going to be one sixtieth, it still would work. Don't worry. Why then Kevan Shimehatora sits me to a really Sagi even one kernel would be enough to use a mashal. That's why Lohichmiru Chachamim Litokishior. In other words, despite the fact that the minimum shear normally is a 60th, and if you'd think you'd think that if I'm going to include all the little you know the pieces on the sides and extra little bits, it wouldn't it would be less than a 60th, it'd be 161st. It doesn't matter because that's the Chiddush of the Mishnah because really, if you took a 60th, Chachamim says, look, it would still satisfy all these little bits of the sides, even, to, even though it would bring it under the minimum that the Chachamim told you, which is a 60th. Okay? And when will it matter? Oh, when would it matter? If you took one sixty-first of, of pure wine. Right? That's when it would matter. That's when you see it didn't take enough. Uh-huh. Okay. That, in other words, that, that's what will matter. It's only it's only a situation where you took exactly a sixty for the pure wine and all these other little bits on the sides would uh, we say, okay, it can count for those things as well. Okay, that's the sort of the chiddush of our mission. Okay, let's continue. 
Now we're talking back to the case we opened up with the Mishnah today. This is the case of Lukach the Yarek Pesuria. Okay, let's continue. Tani Sadesh Yavushlish Lifnei Goy Velachami Menu Israel. So we're looking at a field that grew a shlish. So it reached again our our Masrot before a Goy, and then a Yid purchased it. Now we said it's put part from Tropas Masrot. So Rabbi Akiva says even the Tosefet, even if it grows beyond that point, is Pato, because since it was reached on Masrot and was Pato, it's completely Pato. However, Chachamim say no. That which grew previously is part of Rumasamasrot, but any Tosefet now, any further growth, you'd have to do our Prussia for. So it may be difficult to do in the calculations, but that's that's what we say. Okay. Now, Ravavina Ula Barishmal Bashem Rebi says, Af Chachamim Lochem of Tosefet Elel Shavar Shim Hayasheni Sheni Ani Ani. Now, this is a really, really fascinating insight that Shita Chachamim. We have to understand this to understand the next part of the Gemara. Now, the Chachamim said that what? That you'd be high for the Tosefet, anything that grew after the Kenya, despite the fact that it was rich to Shlish in the property of the Goy. Okay? But what determines the year of Masra? Let's say it grew a Shlish in the second year, and he purchased it in the third year now. Do we treat it like Masra Shani, because that's when it developed a Shlish? Or do we say, but one second, it wasn't, we're not chayiv and trumas amas for anything that grew in the sheni. We're only chayiv and trumas amas for that which grew in the shlishi. So therefore I should call it maser ani, the second maser. Hear the question? Meaning, normally what determines a year is a growing shlish. But in this case, it was in the reshut of the goy in the shlish. Anything that grew at that period is going to be part of trumas amas. Right? It's only that which grew after in the, in the reshut of the reshut of Israel. So do I now use maybe a different marker, like the shata kinyan, if you like, to determine what year of Maser it is. So what, what, uh, what Rav, Rav Avina is saying, he says that Aula Bar Ishmael said the same Rebel Azar. He says that Chachamim say yes, despite the fact that you're only Chayev for that which grew after the Kinyan, what determines the Shnat Maser is always going to be Shlish, despite the fact that grew Shlit Meshutagot. Okay? That's the important thing. That's the point of Sanshir Chachamim. So in other words, the Chachamim is still a machshiv, if you like, what happened in the Rishut Agoy. Now, let's have a look at the next case. Tani Rebbe Yonatan Berebbe Yossin. We're going to bring a, comp- a contrasting case in a minute. Uh, to, like, we need to use this case to try to uh, really assess what uh, this Rebbe Lazar just said. So let's go. Minayin l'tvua she'avir shlish l'tnei Rosh Hashanah. How do we know that if Tvua grew a shlish before Rosh Hashanah, this is before, in, the, in the sixth year, that it, even in Shemitah, you can bring it in during Shemitah year. You can take it. Meaning it doesn't have Kedusha Shemitah. Now, what does that mean? Rashulia says it's Chayv Mahasrot, firstly, because it's considered Shashishib. It's not Hefker, because it grew Shlish in the sixth year. And also, and it doesn't have Kedusha Shemitah. And according to Rabbi Akiva, it doesn't have an issue of Svichim. So you've got no problem of coming and cutting some of that, that wheat and, and taking it, according, according to Rabbi Akiva. Okay? So how do we know this? That would be, um, that's because the Talmud Lomar says in the Torah, Vasafta et you have to, very importantly, you have to add the next Vav here, Ubashviit. So it's two different Psukim here. It says Vasafta et and the next Pasuk says Ubashviit, etc. So the fact it says, you read it in a funny way, it says Vasafta et you can collect your Tua and also in Shmita year. Meaning, what produce can you collect during Shmita year? It must be talking about produce that grew already in the Shlish in the 60s. Uh, yes. Okay. So now, Rav Avin, Rav Avin said, Ula Bari Rishmael says, again in the name of Rebbe Lazar, importantly. Uh, 
It says, You see beautifully here that what? Rabbi Yonatan Rabbi Yossi, he's holding like Shita, like Shita of his Rabbi. Why? Just as we said, We said before that if a Gruber Shutagoi up to a Shlish, it doesn't matter what happens after it. That Shlish determines exactly what it is. Since it was Rishutagoi, the Shlish, it's completely patu. So too, you see here that he's explaining um, the Ken Rebiosi Bar, the Yonatan Barebiosi Omer, Achar Shlish Harishonat Amalech. So too here, that which grew in the, because it grew a Shlish in the sixth year, it's completely sixth year produce. There's nothing wrong with it. And I can even drink Shmita year, harvest it, eat it, the Noktoshish Shvis whatsoever. And I'd have to take Trumas and Nasr. So you see, it seems to parallel one and the other. So Amar of Zira, the Rebbe Amin. You know what? That doesn't make sense. You've said two things today, and they're both contradicted each other. We said before that even though Chachamim maintained this is important, we said even though Chachamim maintained Tosefet is Chayiv and Shmita, sorry, Chayiv and Trubas and Masrot, we still said that the Shlish determine what not nicer it is. If you remember, we said if you purchase from a goy, uh, it grew in the second year, and then, uh, it, uh, but you purchased in the third year, Chachamim would say, yes, but I would treat it as second year produce, meaning I'd have to treat the second master's master shame. Okay? So you're telling me that a shlish determines the year, even according to Chachamim, Correct? But here you're saying, uh, But here now what? But here you said, what did Rabbi say? We just said now that if if it grew a shlish during the sixth year, then it's not considered shvita produce. Correct? You said that's exclusively shvita Rabbi Akiva. The what? The only Rebbe Kiva holds that we go by with the Shlish. Mashmachachalim don't say that. But that's just not true. Because we've just said that even Chachalim agree, despite the fact that Tosefin is Chayev, the Shlish determines what year it's part of. So by saying that, oh, Rebbe Yonatan, the case of Shmita, is only Lishita Rebbe Kiva, that contradicts what you said before. In other words, do Chachalim go by the Shlish to determine the year, or do they not go by Shlish to determine the year? So it's contradictory. So therefore, we have to say something different. So therefore, So if you want to say Rabbi Yonatan is going like his Rabbi Rabbi Akiva, because really this din seems to be like a Rechachimim as well, you have to say it's a different din in Rabbi Akiva. In other words, Rabbi Akiva Amar Torah. In other words, what does it mean Rabbi Yonatan Rabbi Yossi is like Shita Rabbi Akiva? Because Rabbi Akiva's of the Shita, the Isu Sfichim is not a Zerah de Rabbanan, is actually an Isu de Oraisa. And the fact that Rabbi Yonatan Rabbi Yossi says, we learn this din from a Pasuk, must mean that he holds to, to matir, that that which is growing into the Shemitah year and is not covered by, by Isu Sfichim, must mean that he holds his Doraita. Because if it's the Rabbanan, you wouldn't have a mute from a Pasuk, would you? So I'll just read you Reb Chaim to make it clear. Okay? 
So too, we say the Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi, sorry, holds like Israel. Would that not the case? How does he learning from the Pasuk To teach us that which grow at Shlish in the sixth year is Mutar. If you're talking about the right level, even if it grew during Shemitah year, you can still collect it during Shemitah year because it's the only thing, that, you know, if you say it's the Rabbanan, it's only the Rabbanan that says you're not allowed to, not allowed to collect it. But the right, there'd be no problem harvesting wheat that grew on its own. So the fact that we're learning this heter for something grew a Shlish going into, oh, let's just finish the Rab Chaim. Right, the Ktsir, sorry, the Ktsir of Miasir Beshvit. Um, or Perot Ilan, when it comes to fruit trees, there's nothing wrong. Me ain't Kotsrin or Tam Beshvit. Who says, uh, obviously, you're allowed, to, you're allowed to pick fruit during Shmita. Ela Korcha to Sfirli, it must be that Sfichim is also Doraisa. Deeply Torah. We love Mishum, the Azlin, and Batashlish. If it wasn't because we're Batashlish, I'm Haitan Eser, me didn't Sfichim. So in other words, once again, in other words, if you want to say Rabbi Yossi, your honor time Rabbi Yossi is like Rabbi Akiva, it's not with the inyan of the machloka we saw between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi uh, and Chachamim regarding um, whether if you purchase land that was grew a shlish, whether the gidulim after that, it can be chayv or not. It's not related to that bichlal. It's a whole different thing to Rabbi Akiva altogether. It's in Rabbi Akiva that Tzvichim Asa Doraisa. How do we know that? How do we know that Rabbi Yonatan Rabbi Yossi holds it as Doraita? It's because he's teaching us that the, the, that which grew a shlish and continues to grow in Shemitah is muta. You can only say that you need a Pasuk to match it, that if you hold Tzvichim is Asa Midoraisa. And the fact that he learns from Pasuk teaches us that, is, is proof of that point. Okay, let's continue. What if it's something grew? Now, this is either, a, Reb Chaim says either, a, he says it's either a bright or a beimra, so either a teaching or it's a brighter itself. But let's continue. Um, Fine, uh, the, the little Masorata uh, Shasis, it's to Sefter and Shviz. Okay, anyway, let's continue. Hevia Pachot Mishlish Lifnei Shviz. Okay, so grew less than a Shlish before Shmita. And Vinichnesa the Shviz. And so in other words, it ended up growing, it would end up growing a Shlish during Shmita itself. So he says, it's Asura Mishlil Shvizim. Now I'm going to explain this like Reb Chaim, who doesn't do any Shlil Giris out here. Um, and I'll just explain it outside as we go along. Meaning, if you let it grow a shlish during Shemitah year, then what? Then it's considered asumishum svichim. It's like growth that grew in the Shemitah year. Okay, because it hit a shlish during Shemitah year. However, the lo What do you mean lo It means if you pick it, you start cutting it down before it reaches a shlish. So all you're, all you're really interested in the grassy amounts, meaning it's like a, highly undeveloped. And because you've taken it before shlish, it's not chalok, it doesn't have kutusha shviyas. It's considered almost like produce from the sixth year. Okay? Why? Shekvara yu asabim, veloch aleim kutusha shviyas. Now read your Chaim. He says, Shekvara yu asabim, because already this grassy uh, product, if you like, in the sixth year. And the fact that you cut up a forshlish means, velvzer ratzabahem asabim, and all you wanted is in this, uh, in, in, this, uh, in this state, maybe to feed your animals, I'm not sure. Hilkach leinyan seder ashanim, therefore I can treat it like shishit food. When you reach the shlish, and then you want it as tfua, then you go by the shlish kidula. If you want them as simply grass, kfar, 
which is very, very interesting din. It's very refined din. We've always been saying that if it's a, what, when it hits a shlish, that defines a year. So it didn't grow a shlish. Then you might think, okay, anything that grows is going to be shmita produce. But what we learn here, it actually depends. If you let it grow a shlish, then it's shmita produce. You can't touch it. If you don't let it reach that point and you cut it as this undeveloped asavim, I don't even know how to translate it. It's like it shoots or whatever it is. Then it, it, it's, it's more that you want it as asavim and it was already asavim in shashishit. So it's considered shashishit food. It doesn't have trushit shvitz. It's not as shvitz. You can cut it and take it and have it as your own. Okay. We see the opposite case as well. If it grows less than a shlish, just before the end of Shemitah, and it ends up going into the eighth year, so Motzei Shemit, uh, Motzei Shemit, sorry, if it grows a full shlish, then it's Motzei Shemit, because it's not considered growth of, of the, of the Shemitah year, because it reached a shlish in the Shemit. However, uh, however, if you cut it prematurely, you want it at its asavim, the, oh, the, we see the reverse is true as well. The chalal kedushat shviyot, then it does not have kedushat shviyot. Okay, because again, it's almost like this. Uh, there are two types of uh, products here. If it's before shlish, it's called asavim, and it's depend on when it reached asavim what it what it calls it. However, as soon as it becomes a shlish, then it's called a different product altogether. It's called tvua. Uh, let's call it that. So once it hits that, then it depends when it's shlish. Okay, so. Um, that's what that, and so it depends if you prematurely cut it or cut it when it's when it reaches a shlish. Okay, let's continue. Rav Yochanan, Rav Shimon, Ben Lakish, Trehun, Marin, Modich, Hamim, Lerbi Kiva, the Sidran, Shel Shadim, Shim, Hisheni, Sheni, Ani, Ani. Now, this is basically a repeat word of Rav Inna said previously, which is that both Rabbi, Rabbi, um, Rabbi Yochanan, Rav Shimon, Ben Lakish both agree. That what? That Chachamim agree with Rabbi Akiva. And this is going back to the case where you purchase the land from the Goy. Um, after reached the shlish. And the machlok between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Chachamim was anything that grows beyond that, are you chayv and trobas amasro? We said Rabbi Akiva says patro, Chachamim says yichayv. And we said, but Rabbi Chachamim would agree that what determines its year of, of uh, masro, it's going to be when it reached the shlish, even though it was in the Rishot of the Goyde. Now, now the Gemara continues, Amar of Yochanan, Hefker, Vehektesh, it, not Besuria, it's Kesuria. Machlok Rabbi Akiva Chachamim. In other words, just as we have a machlok of Rabbi Kiva if it was Rashut Agoy in Surya, when it reached the Shlish, and you purchase of him after whether Gidulim are affected, so too is the case of Hefker. If you're Zochir something Hefker that's reached the Shlish, or you put something Hektish after it reached the Shlish, are any of the Gidulim after that point going to be Chayi Vatrumas Amasra? We have a continuing machlok. However, look at this. Which means as follows. Now we've been talking about Tvua, that the year of Maser is determined by when it grows a Shlish. However, there are other products where the year of Maser is determined by other factors. Zrain Bahashrasha, Peirot Ilan by blossoming. That what Rabbi Akiva agrees with Chacham, with, with, uh, with Chachamim is that if you purchase it, Say after hash, after hashrasha for zraim or after hanata for um, for for fruit, then you would be high for the gidulim and anything that grows. Now, why is that? That is because he maintains that it's not. I'll explain it in a different way. Meaning, shlish for tvua is important for two reasons. One, it's considered onat masrot. Another one, it determines the year. Okay, but which of these two things is important for Rabbi Akiva? Not what determines the year, but when it reaches on a masrot. 
So therefore, for him, it's if it's purchased after um, Onat Masra, that's when you say any Gedolim is Pato. So therefore, when you're talking about blossoming and Hashrasha and all these other things, that's not on Onat Masra factor. That's the other factor. That's the factor of what's, what determines the year. But for Rebbe Kiva, that's not, that's not the important part. The important part is Onat Masra. So therefore, that's why he would agree that if it's purchased after the Year determining point that anything growing after will obviously be chayiv trumas masrot because it hasn't yet reached onat masrot. Because for fruit and for these zrayim as well, there's a later stage which is going to be onat masrot. Okay, that's important. Point. Look, I'll read it inside for you in Reb Chaim just uh, to see it inside it. Okay, that I basically explain the idea. So Moder Rebbe Akiva lechachamim bechanat v'hashasha. Rebbe Akiva sfrili darchash shlish harishon at malach. Okay, Rebbe Akiva holds you go by the first shlish. And if it's after that point, however, he would agree. That if, you, if the things that go by blossoming or hashrasha like fruit trees, that you go by have blossoming, or bezrayim that you go for like for seeds that you go by that you plant um, that you go by when it takes fruit, he would agree that if it was in their reshut at chanata or shish pato, any don't say Don't say that just because by grain, for determining the year when you go by a shlish, it exempts it. Also for these other things, chanata shrasha that also determines the year, you'd also it would patter completely. Kamash malanda law. What you is telling that's not the case. Why? This is the distinction I was telling you before. That because these other things for, that go by blossoming and hashrasha, those points in time are only important for the seder shanim to determine what year my seram in. But for even those things, on a master for them are when it develops a third. Because it's only going to be considered like a blossom is not considered a pre yet. It's only once it develops a third of its development that's when it's considered a pre. That's when it's chazil achila. So therefore, Rabbi Kiva Nami Haomer Hatosefet Patu Baona Masro Talia Bamilti Kedatina Mishabana Masro. And the critical point for Rabbi Kiva again is not the, the, the point in time that you determine what Shamaser it is. The critical point in time is when it reaches on up master. That's a critical point in time. So I'm not going to keep reading it. But you see why you see why Rabbi Shlakish had to say this because when we're talking about with the Tfua, those two points were exactly the same time. But a shlish was the determines the year and also determined was on up master. So Rabbi Shlakish had to tell us really had to come and tell us that well, when does Rabbi Akiva say which of these two two little factors is really important to to say that if it was Rishut Agoy that it's patur? Not the, the not not the, the point that's Koveya Maser, that's Kovaya Maser, but Onat Maser, when it comes to being defined as a Chila. That's what's critical to him. So that's why that's why the Gemara had to tell us for other things where those two points might be split in time. For example, fruit, where, blo- where the Kviyot Maser is blossoming, but the Onat Maser is later. Rebbe Kiva is going to say, look, if a blossom should go, look, I agree with you, because that's only Kfiat Shanin. I agree with you that anything grows late, you're going to have to be chayiv, and you have to do, you have to do uh, Frash Trumas Masrot, because for me, the critical point is on our Masrot. If it reached a shlish, according to the way saying Rebbe Chaim, that's what it'd be mamach, absolutely patrum with Trumas Masrot, and anything that grew after that, clearly, according to Rebbe Kiva, because it was Rosh Hashanah but on that Masrot, that other point in time, that would be, again, patrum with Trumas Masrot, anything that grew after. Okay?
That's Thank it. you very much. Bye. Calls everyone. Have a good day. Uh,